0: Hello and welcome to the Jerry and Mikey podcast We're two personal trainers And we're here to help educate you On how to get results While still having a social
1: life If you like our show guys Share it on your social media So we can help share the world around a bit And we hope you enjoy the show guys You're going to love it And we're off We're off This week's topic guys
0: Is fat loss What is it? Fat loss is when you lose fat, Jerry (laughs) Oh my god Honestly, I'm
1: regretting this already (laughs) Where would you lose it, Mike? You lose it from all over your body, Jerry And unfortunately you can't pinpoint where you lose it from Why? Because your body just doesn't respond like that You will lose it all over your body Whatever part your body has the most fat Is the part that will lose it last Is it?
0: Yeah. Geez, I didn't even know that. I learned something new every day. So, if I have
1: flabby arms. Yeah. Or bingo wings, as some people might call them. Yeah. I can't target them. No. For fat loss, you can't. You can build muscle there. So, you can do all the triceps in the world. But, you can't target your fat loss in your arms.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I didn't
1: even know that. That's good. Huh.
0: Uh Anyway. Right. What's the nitty gritty of fat loss? What, what's, how do you lose fat? realistically instead of uh, Throwing it out the window
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well fat loss, uh, it comes down to first and foremost uh, Losing not necessarily losing weight, but you want to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit to lose fat What is a calorie deficit Michael? So in the most simplest things calorie deficit is where you are taking in less energy than you burn so energy can be food it can be liquids So basically You're just burning off More than you take in Think of a seesaw The lower side of the seesaw Is what you're burning off Fair point That's a great That's a great analogy It is indeed Is that the word?
0: Analogy Tis, yeah. Tis. <laughs> It is yeah It's a big right? word for Jerry. Finn <laughs> <laughs> Look there's plenty more of those in the bag The phone is out Thesaurus Is that another big
1: one? I think it does a does a H Theosaurus Which we'll let you off Thesaurus Like a dinosaur? Yeah, yeah. I suppose the dictionary behind you. It would it? indeed. Okay, especially if you are vocabulary.
0: Steak or Wallace meant <laughs> given the Camarlock man steak isn't that good. Okay, so you're saying calories is the number one thing you need to be in a calorie deficit. So taking in less than what you burn to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Right. So that's the basic. That's the first step that you need to know. Right. So how would you try and implement a calorie deficit? Is there any particular way that you use with your clients? I know I have a couple that I prefer of mine. And what are any issues that you think come up regularly when you try to implement these methods?
1: Uh, I think the first thing is making sure people have an idea about calories in general. So it's one thing to go, right, we're going to put you in a calorie deficit. But even though they might know that means burning more than what they take in. Um, they still just mightn't understand that some foods and some drinks basically have more calories than others. So you kind of want to educate them a little bit first on, okay, some foods are going to have way more, so you simply have to realize you can't have as much of the ones that have way more calories in them, otherwise you'll use up all your calories straight away. What about donuts? Donuts are lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're getting at
0: is... There are macronutrients. Exactly. So, there's the big macronutrients that we all, well, most of us would know about would be carbs, fats, protein. Yep. Yeah.
1: And you could potentially add in alcohol there. You could indeed, yeah. I like, to, I like alcohol, I was going to say. Just <laughs> see him on a Sunday night in the hot pole in Wandsworth.
0: Oh, God, does this man love alcohol? Can't get him out of here. Can't get him out. Tis the fourth hidden macronutrient that no one talks about. Um. Yeah so we'll,
1: we'll get through the macronutrients maybe nice and quick yeah. uh, If you want to start off with carbs Yeah so um, gram of carbohydrates has 4 calories Same of protein and then fat has 9 calories for 1 gram So essentially if you ate to look at it the same size portion of each You're going to consume the most calories eating fat Okay because there's 9
0: calories in fat and 1 gram of fat yeah compared to four in carbohydrates and protein, yeah so that's where a lot of people may fall down as in the might, eat maybe food that they think are healthy, but they are calorie dense would be the word
1: uh yeah, so could you give t- an example a really what? common one that people are always eating is things like um energy bars uh, breakfast bars, granola muesli these things are often very high in calories, but people think just because the ingredients in them. Are what they consider healthy ingredients that they're actually low in calories. But what, you could easily clock up three hundred calories in some breakfast or energy bar without really. What do you think?
0: What about the the thing with the nut in the middle?
1: Avocado. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> I don't like those myself. Um, yeah, there are, again, people think they could just eat them till the cows come home. But uh, again, as it's high in fat it's actually fairly high in calories so you'd have to watch what you're eating it with you can still eat it but is it not a superfood there's no such thing as a superfood there you heard it there lads sorry the superfoods are the ones that help you lose weight or build muscle whichever you're looking for there you go so no such
0: thing as a superfood um okay and you're saying about alcohol then why
1: would you add it as the fourth macronutrient so it's way easier to drink calories than it is to eat calories so you could easily drink 500 calories uh in a very short space of time while it'll be very hard to eat 500 calories in a short space of time so if you think one um for example a pint of beer might have about 200 calories maybe more depending on what it is how many could you eat in an hour or drink in an hour uh, it depends what the challenge is I, I'd say I could Probably get through Three maybe At a good pace
0: Right if you had 10,000 calories worth Of chicken nuggets And 10,000 calories worth Of alcohol Which one do you think You get through first Not even in an hour Like in general <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> God it's a tough one.
0: You're a fan of a chicken nugget like
1: Yeah I, I Do you know what If I were to eat 10,000 I'd say To be easier To eat 10,000 calories Of chicken nuggets So his point Is null and void <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: look that's that's the really quick and i think insightful summary of macronutrients and calories um if anyone has any questions on that or how many calories they should be consuming please uh, get in touch with us um but we're going to move it on to how would you get into a calorie deficit now that you've explained what calories are how yep. would you get your clients into a calorie deficit
1: um. So the first thing is, you want to figure out how much, how many calories they're pro- roughly burning, um, from day to day. So, for example, if you had um a female, you'll multiply their weight in kgs by twenty two, um, you multiply by twenty four for men, um. So this will give, give you basically it's called their BMR basal metabolic rate, basically how many calories you use to stay alive. If you stayed still in one spot all day and all you did was sleep and stand in that one spot, that's basically the amount of calories that you would need to take in to stay at the same weight you are then and there. So, Mike, before you go on now, I know there's a lot of our listeners
0: that enjoy a good lie-in there in bed. Yeah. Lazy souls. Don't like getting up for work in the morning. Like, you know, Netflix. Maybe a bit of what goes with netflix chocolate yeah and so you're saying just to keep them alive and breathing inside the bed there is a certain level of calories they'll need without even moving that much just to stay alive there yeah. is a basic so what people don't understand is you do burn calories just to keep yourself alive just being alive just being alive your heart working your organs working everything working perfect yeah okay that's cool so now we're gonna up that to we'll say all right you've decided to get up out of the bed yeah. And you're going to go to work So depending on what kind of job I assume there's different Maybe activity levels that you'd add into your equation Yeah See how many calories
1: So if you think of You're, getting, you're driving or you're getting public transport to work You are a 9 to 5, 9 to 6 office job Where you sit down for all the day And you, get, you commute back home again And you don't do any form of exercise When you come home that evening So basically all you're doing is sit down all day you would multiply whatever number you got the first time when you multiply it by twenty two or four by one point one. That's if you're a lazy sod and you're not moving at all from hour to hour during the day. So that's your weight in kg
0: multiply by twenty two if you're female, multiply by twenty four if you're male, and then again multiply that answer by one point one is what you'd use, or one point two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. On. There's yeah. Okay. And then obviously The more active you are If you're maybe Working on a site Or a labourer Or if you're On a field like ourselves Most of the day Yep uh, Any kind of job like that You multiply
1: The original answer By 1.3 Yep Exactly So you You can often just go by Your general activity first So Kind of All things aside The training is nearly The last thing you'll actually look at So people will often I've seen So many people Since I've been working as a trainer Where they'll sign up To a bundle of classes Or they'll sign up To a gym And they think that Just by training They're going to lose weight But they make No attempt whatsoever To change anything else In their diet So they think They're automatically Going to burn 500 calories Every training session They do And it's just Not as simple as that
0: And that's a point Actually I get a lot Is Or get asked a lot How many calories Did I burn in that session Yeah Is there a way Of knowing that Or actually knowing that For the general person Not getting two sports
1: scientist-y into it? Um, Would you factor that in? Accurately, uh, I would say no. Fitbits and these garments, they give you numbers, but I've used one before and it gave me an absolutely ridiculous number and knowing how much effort I actually put into that session, I could i'd say i could easily use a half of what i burnt so when you see people posting
0: stuff on instagram maybe of the calories that burnt in a workout yeah you don't take much
1: notice of that or do you think it's impressive um no i don't really take any notice of it Um, i mean it's just it gives it's based off your heart rate so i mean if you're really really unfit and your heart rate's going through the roof doing a certain amount of exercises it doesn't necessarily mean you've still burned 500 calories just because you were working really hard. Yes, you may be working really hard for you, but it still doesn't actually take into account your fitness. Cool. Yeah. So we take uh to take your
0: exercise calories out of it so when you're doing the equation. Yeah, I
1: think if you're trying if your job is to get into calorie deficit, there's no need to be over exaggerating how many calories are burning from your training. Because the most common thing is when someone comes to me and I ask them how much they're eating, I'll generally add 10 to 20% onto that because they usually, they mightn't lie on purpose. Often they might lie because they don't want you to think they're as bad as they are. But the truth is, unless you actually tell the truth, we can't fully help you. If you say you're eating X, Y and Z and you do that for a week and nothing happens, you don't lose any weight for another week and we've given you a number to stick to chances are you're just not reporting other stuff that you're eating so uh, something I came across actually was uh, I was chatting to someone today and fair enough they didn't really have uh, lunch or anything and um, when they come home I was like do you find yourself snacking while you're making dinner and she'd basically say would about a half a block of cheese gone while she was making dinner and then she'd add cheese to the dinner as well and she didn't Basically note that she was having that cheese at all Until I actually asked her So a load of extra calories again That she just didn't think she was having
0: Kind of like Garfield <laughs> Yeah when he, Or was he He was lasagna he? he was when, lasagna yeah lasagna. Cheese based lasagna So Okay Right uh, Actually on that point I think That people tend to tell you Stuff that They think you want to hear Instead of what they should say Yeah That makes sense So they've always The it's like they think they're at school again and they're in the headmaster's or the principal's office. Yeah. And they're like, oh, sorry, it wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't do that. Whereas you're here and we're here to help. So we need the information so we can reassess and give them, let's say, more tips on how to
1: avoid doing yeah. whatever they've done. If you it's went good. to the doctor and you were sick, you'd yeah. tell them what symptoms you have. You wouldn't lie. Yeah, don't Google it. I Googled <laughs> it last week. I swear to God, the Pain in my tooth
0: turned out to be look, I don't want to even mention it. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. I thought my I thought they'd have to take my foot. <laughs> Diabetes, Jarvis. <Jarrett. laughs> look, Mike. Riddle it. Alright. So um is there any specific
1: deficit protocols that you like using with your clients? Um yeah. So one that I kinda like using, um, don't really have a, a fancy name for it yet. I, at the minute, I'm still calling it reverse engineering. So it's basically where you put in the food before you've had it. Basically. Call it the Steaker Wallace method. <laughs> yeah. they're all backwards back there. It's, that's, that's fair. It's fairly true. <laughs> so <laughs> followers, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lads. <laughs> so imagine you're going out to Nando's on Saturday. Uh, you you always get the exact same thing when you go there. So imagine, right, you put in your butterfly chicken, your rice and your chips. You throw it all into my fitness MyFitnessPal the day before you go that you're going to have that for dinner. Then when you wake up that next day, you know you've only a certain amount of calories left to eat before you go to Nando's. So instead of trying to fix it afterwards, you're like, right, that means now I only have maybe 800 to play around with for breakfast and lunch. So you're still staying within your deficit for that day. Because you put in what you're going to have. You can do the same with booze. You can, if you generally have the same amount of drinks, put in how many drinks you think you're going to have and then work around that for that day. That's one thing um, which works around people with a bit of a social life where you don't have to worry too much about what you have because you're still staying in your deficit. I think my favorite one
0: to give clients is a variation of the 5-2 diet. So if if anyone hasn't heard of the 5-2 diet, it's where on two days in the week, would eat 600 calories or a low amount of calories and then on five of the other days you would try and stay in a calorie deficit or close enough to maintenance for the rest of the day so basically on the two low intake days you're banking calories for like you said maybe a weekend occasion where you might even go over your maintenance level but you've you've banked calories but what i found with people is maybe 600 is small but too low So maybe trying to aim to get just below or, yeah, get below 1,000 calories. I think it's a realistic, realistic target would be three 300 calorie meals, which is realistic, which would be 900 calories in the day and allow you for a 100 calorie snack if you wanted. And then the rest of the week, you still have to stay two or 300 calories under your maintenance level. Okay. And then on the weekend, you get to party or something like that. Maybe drink a lower calorie drink, <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's just the method that I found effective. But on the two low calorie days I found the clients that got the best results tend to have busy jobs on those days or busy days where they're not really sitting down thinking about food. Yeah. So they're kept occupied, their mind is kept occupied doing different things and so they don't get a chance to think about food or buy food.
1: A lot of people eat out of boredom. Yeah. So yeah. you come home from work Six
0: yeah. Half six Sit in the couch yeah. Put on the kettle Couple of Nice digestive biscuits Club milks Club milks Kit Kats Snickers Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how about how a bounty? Would you be a fan of bounty? No Never a fan oh. of them. No, I never like bounty But uh, yeah And then you like That one or two biscuits Or a bar of chocolate Leads on to maybe Another one or two An hour later When your favourite show comes on Like Game of Thrones Yeah Or something like that um. Yeah, and just people don't realize their their calories that people don't raise are consuming. Yeah, I actually heard a podcast, and your man said consuming it was consuming. Consuming. Consuming.
1: Well, he's yeah. definitely wrong, isn't it? Surely, isn't he? it? is yeah. not he it? And I've an accent, <laughs> we may consuming. be bad, but we're not that bad. Consuming. And Ger have you ever had anyone who's messed up the five two then diet that it didn't uh, want, that it my, didn't work? Mike oh. stop? Of course, of
0: course. But it's just, again, it's just a method that it doesn't suit everyone. Yeah. Like I found that people, yeah, did eat low calories on those days. But then they kind of have in their head, oh, I've saved calories there yesterday. I'm going to eat more today. And that leads on to them maybe binging and overeating on those other days. Yeah. So basically, clients that that happens to, I've said, right, scrap the really low calorie days and maybe cut out the breakfast on five days of the week. So okay, if you're yeah. taking in A 300 or 400 calorie breakfast Every day Yeah or, or for 5 days If you cut that out That's a swing of 2,000 calories you've saved By just cutting out breakfast But again the key to that Is not to overeat later on today It's to so, Sorry lads We have this thing <laughs> On in the background <laughs> And this walrus Is after falling off A cliff <laughs> I know a I know, joke because on Netflix is He's like oh, pushed got pushed off He did It's like do what <laughs> It happened to me recently I got kicked out of bed <laughs> <laughs> right I won't say my who But I got a right Boot Up the I can't say I'm not going to swear This is kind of like they're Me coming out night. of Infernos On Saturday Yeah It's like Yeah do you know what? It's exactly <laughs> like Coming out of a nightclub You're f- stumbling You're trying to get into a taxi Do the right thing And next thing you stumble Into a fast food restaurant Yeah And then you're uh, you know The what? size you're, of a walrus. Is half You're, half you're half half. two snack boxes deep That's what <laughs> it looks like Yeah um, But yeah To get back to my pines After that <laughs> Is it yet? Yeah, so if you are cutting out breakfast it's not to give you a, let's say license free to overeat the rest of the day you eat as normal as you normally would eat I think he's dead Mike is that walrus? It, they're is all it? dead what are they, they're like kamikaze yeah. walruses lads you have to watch this it's on Netflix it? some famous dude is narrating it? what's his name? David Tommy Bo <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Bo <laughs> um yeah that's one of my favorite. again there's there's more there's more techniques methods whatever you want to call it look it's it's the way the likes of let's say keto diets work or slimming world or weight watchers they they all target one thing and they're trying to get you to eliminate this thing out of your diet that you probably would overeat on therefore creating a calorie
1: deficit because you've cut out x amount of calories yeah basically Whilst yeah. we rather people still be able to eat the stuff they like But yeah. cutting back on other stuff To allow like you keep in the stuff Yeah, they just,
0: like Just be clever So if you do get a calorie intake for a day
1: Instead
0: of looking at it for a calorie intake for a day look Multiply it by 7 and look at it for a week So if you do know that Like Mike said If you do know you're going out on the weekend Factor in those calories at the start of the week yeah. Our rough estimate of how many calories If it's 5, 6, 7 or 12 pints of your Mikey Ryan <clears throat> Factor that in, and then to eliminate calories out of the rest of the days in the week. Um, yeah. There's again, there's other protocols and ways of doing it, but yeah. hopefully you you've you've got your mind thinking, or we've got your mind thinking. Um, but yeah. Any any other things you think that people struggle on or might come across that might um, stumble to get into
1: calorie deficit instead of a stumble into a snack box. <laughs> So, like we quickly touched on a while ago, underreporting people just assume they're eating less than what they are, and they say they're training more than what they are. Um, be honest with yourself to say, don't say a portion was smaller than what you than what, you, what it actually was if it was big. Jump, be honest with yourself, because you could easily not be in your calorie deficit by you having some bit of a snack, like Jerry said, those few biscuits here and there that can easily just keep you constantly over it. And as well, people will often gain weight really slowly over a long period of time. They might easily put up a stone or whatever, maybe like six, seven kilos over the course of like 12 weeks just because they've slowly put weight on week by week and it's just as hard to get it off. So be honest with how much you're actually taking in. And another thing is things we've used to fix, so, like, basically, things that went wrong where people go overboard on different types of diets. uh One thing I've used before is I do use an extra allowance. So, if I think a deficit of 2,000 calories is going to be enough for a person, I'm probably just going to put them in 1,800 anyway, because chances are they're just going to over under-report on their calories. Yeah. Have you ever used anything yourself to fix... Things going wrong with people's diets.
0: Yeah, a lot of the time, I find that people don't like tracking their calories. Oh yeah. Or they're not used to it, or or whatever. But so another effective technique I found is just send pictures. A picture diary will. If you send, like, if I get a client to send me pictures, you know by looking at them where they're overeating. Yeah. Like if you see a big, if you see a big bowl of pasta yeah. taking up three quarters of the plate. Yeah. It's not the pasta's fault. It's the amount of pasta. Yeah. They're they they have, you know, and that it's It's stuff like that you'd you'd get to see for yourself, and obviously you're not we're not there with clients eating all the time, mm. so you are relying on them to be honest, so one way of maybe keeping them accountable is by getting them to take pictures and sending them on yeah and um, that's what i found I found effective as well um but I think realistically, if people want to make a change, they have to make a change. Yeah, Do you remember, there's something obviously wrong, or there there's something restricting him. Mm. So you got you can't, like you said, maybe go to a gym and relying on the exercise to, it to work. To work, it, there's obviously something there that's it's like a dam. That's yeah. a good analogy, you know. It's like a dam, something <laughs> blocking your progress. Yeah, and you need to knock down that dam, I mean, Michael. bust look. the hole. <laughs> <room. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's just like your power little singlet. Yeah, doing a squat. <laughs> um, but no, there is. Yeah, there is. It's still intact. It's, <laughs> there is um, Something that you Have to change And look, That's down to you No matter how Many podcasts Or books we read On Psychology mm. Or Mindset Like you You have to be Honest with your trainer Or whoever you're you're Dealing with And yeah. dealing with yourself So Everything you yeah. do Is a decision Yeah 100%. At that time yeah. And like even that If you know that you Eat biscuits Every evening If you eat three biscuits Every evening Yeah Instead of even Cutting them out look for a low calorie option yeah instead of those it's not ideal as a trainer you'd say don't eat them but mm. if you feel like you have to have something look up the calories that you're consuming or consuming and <laughs> <laughs> look for alternatives that are lower that may satisfy you yeah so
1: think outside the box lads and, and for the summer ladies. think of things like uh Mr Freezes and Kilippos Jeez, swapping out mad. your swapping out your ice creams for a calippo, a uh a Twister ice cream, the little ones has way less than a hundred calories. It has like seventy or eighty calories. Should you need five or six? One like, <laughs> 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 yes. We went to go about it then. Yeah. <laughs> there is alternatives. So, yeah. yeah keep your mind. Twister or that. a Magnum? Go for the Twister. Limerick colors as well. On Limerick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's that's everything. Yeah.
0: Pretty much pretty much covered yeah but I I would encourage anyone that hasn't been tracking their calories to to give it a go for a week track your food for a week whether it's by taking pictures by writing it down downloading an app like MyFitnessPal you can even add us on MyFitnessPal you can just send us a message and we'll um, accept you as a friend So or even if you like reach out to one of us or the both of us and send those pictures of your meals and ask us is the, are these meals appropriate? or uh, if you're even struggling to find out how many calories you should be eating or taking in, get in touch as well. We can make it up straight away and send it on to you. So don't be afraid to ask questions or look for help. Um. Yeah, we're just watching the gorilla now coming down the tree. I think he needs a hand, doesn't he? Huh? <laughs> that was you last week. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not in this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to sign us off again, Mike, with a little song? Uh, With a little song. No, I think it's your turn to sing now this time. If I sang the first time,
0: what would be appropriate? We have to kind of like have a song that's appropriate to this theme.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think we can sing that one. Rock me, mama, (laughs) like a wagon wheel. Lads, (laughs) Lads, <laughs> share <laughs> it on we social media and do us all a favour and we can stop Jerry Finn singing.
0: Mama